Hey, Alex, Fortnite's has whipped Hello. around again. We're back. How are you? Yeah, time flies. Uh, <laughs> good, good. Crazy week. Um, I know you've had a little bit of... From, uh... <laughs> well, you've not yet. Yeah, yeah. You've had a bit of a cold hanging around. And also you've yeah. had a bit of a full afternoon as well, haven't you? Real life got in the way. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, yeah, uh, a day in the life of, uh, of Alex. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And it hasn't finished yet. I've got to edit two videos tonight. So, two? Uh, yeah. Two? Yeah. Nice well, you post them over the weekend, or? Yeah, I've got quite a busy weekend, so I'm trying to do a little bit more than usual and try to enjoy the weekend and be there present, <laughs> you know. Because it is your boy's birthday, is it not, over the weekend? It's my, yeah, on, on tomorrow. So um, it's going to be 11 now. So, yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I enjoy being there. So I want get, to get the work out of the way as much as possible today. Around our neck of the woods, I think the teachers have been on strike again. Have they uh, where you are in the UK? No, no, well, they might his school isn't. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so, again, I didn't know if that interfered with real life as well, they? having to sort of be at home and take because uh, that sort of I know a couple of friends yeah. I've known has really messed things up and they're trying to organize cover and you know take time off work to be at home. And anyway, realities of yeah. realities of so what video? Well, we'll talk about your videos exactly. you've got coming out, um, at the mm -hmm. end towards the end of the podcast, but let's talk. Yeah. Samsung. So it seems everybody is doing something Samsung related at the moment. And even I'm kind of jumping on the bandwagon myself this weekend. And by the time this goes out, my video might just about be done. But I've gone the other way. I'm I'm right. I'm doing the I'm not switching to Samsung. I'm staying iPhone. But it seems there's a lot of people uh, at the moment. May, I know see, I'm just a sheep. We can't be friends. We can't be friends. <laughs> oh, in fact, talking of that, I should turn this off because otherwise it's going to go. <laughs> just, I always turn this off. Not only for that, because also for in case anything like begin anything trips in you can never know what's going to come up from that phone so um yes right. so you have made the switch though haven't you and well, i think on our last podcast you were saying you'd put your iphone or about to put your iphone up on ebay it's on it's currently on ebay it's about to yeah so we maybe three four days now left to go um yeah it's gone it's gone. You know, whatever happens is gone. Um the video one of the videos I'm making about uh, tomorrow, well, tomorrow or the weekend is yeah, it's about the switch, but another one is about the 13 mini, which is what I'm getting for my watch. Because I, you know, as much as people say I, I switched, you know, gotta take it with a pinch of soil. In my case, it's exactly that. I can't get rid of my Apple Watch. It's just something that um, I really enjoy. So but I found a, a good way of not feeling so bad for having a massive expensive iPhone collecting dust just for, for syncing with the watch. So I got the 13 mini. Did that. you already have the mini or did you buy that just replaced? Just no, to yeah. Fill the gap? Yeah, I just bought that for that. Because that I never is had I was... one, so it's kind of a good, good, good for me to try it out as well. Because I guess really you're only using it as a as a sort of gateway to the to the watch, aren't you? You're not using the camera much, you're not using the phone much. It's literally just so you can connect up to the yeah. watch. Yeah, the 13 minis camera is actually not that bad, really. But mm -hmm. that's not what I'm gonna go for. I mean, my, you know, the S23 Ultra is now my main my main phone for camera, video, phone calls, team meetings, everything. And uh, I mean, well, as I say, uh, the very reason that you've had to buy the mini is kind of why I have made the video I'm making is that I can't really leave everything I've got around me just fits in with app, and of course, the center of everything is the phone. So if I lose the iPhone. I'm kind of stuffed on AirPlay, handoff, HomePods, you name it. Everything is even photo syncing. And I know I could make the switch, but I'm thinking it works. I don't know if I'm missing out anything by not using a Samsung. But well, there's a lot of people who, you know, in previous years, people would comment exactly that. So, you know, I'm too far in the ecosystem. And frankly, I'm not sure if the alternative is, is that much better than the iPhone. Mm. And, all, and uh, to be honest, I, I would agree. And last year I didn't switch, you know, the S22 Ultra for me was horrendous. I had a horrible experience. The Fold 4 was the closest I've been to actually ditching the iPhone, but I was using the Fold 4 and I've, I am using the Fold 4 still a lot more than the iPhone. So this year though, the comments is different. The comments is from my session, uh, my 
S23 Ultra videos is about, hang on, you know, how, how difficult is it to live the ecosystem? You know, how, how tricky it really is because the device is so good uh, that people are seriously considering now. So that, that's my video this weekend that say, maybe, you know, maybe don't go cold, you know, like a cold turkey, as they say, right? Maybe there's a, a, a happy medium and maybe mm. the 13 mini or an older iPhone, like this iPhone X or whatever, 10, that, that might be something that is still support syncing with your watch. It, you can still do your Apple Music and HomePod mini setup or home. Apple, a lot of people have home setup as well, right? So I guess the only pain in the ass is you have to carry around two phones all the time, right? If you've got the watch on, you need to carry the phone with you. As a creator, that's that's the case anyway. Right? Sometimes I'm carrying three phones, right? Just, right, yeah. It's just part of, part of life. But um, in, in reality, a lot of people are, are carrying two phones now, uh, from what I can tell anyway. And the battery life on the Samsung, I mean, that's the one thing that I've mentioned I found not as good on the Pro as I, 14 Pro as I'd hoped, is the battery life. I mean, for a lot of the day, it's just sitting on the desk beside me doing nothing. And it does get through the day, don't get me wrong, but mm. down to, the, you know, the last 10, 15%, which seems ridiculous when it's sitting doing nothing for a lot of the day, because I'm sitting here. Is that the 14 Pro or 14, 14 Pro, man? Just the Pro. Yeah. Yeah, no, with, with the Pro Max, to be honest, the battery was never an issue for me. Um, That's what you're selling, is it? Pro issues. Max? Yeah. 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 Um, the, the only battery issue I've, I've had with Apple recently has been with, with my Apple Watch Ultra. And mm -hmm. it's, it's come back, actually, which is really weird. It got fixed for a bit and it's now back. And I haven't, I haven't actually installed any new apps, nothing. It's just one of those things. It, it starts to go, only last over, just literally just over one day. Yeah, that's not normal for for the for the ultra anyway. And you just saw because I think you said you just kind of like it almost overnight, didn't you? You just suddenly started to tank for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I'm not practicing, I'm not doing anything different. I, I did have an issue a couple of weeks ago where the button, you know, I've got the workout button set yeah. to the to the action button. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you know you might press it by accident. And that's what happened. You know, it was on for like seven hours. So that day, I can I can understand why yeah, you did that. But most days I'm only using it as, an, as I would normally do it, you know, regularly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking I wouldn't have any need for the Watch Ultra, but if fortunes change this year, and we'll get around to that in a little bit, I think we're going to cover that for sort of the meat of the, of the mm -hmm. podcast this week. But I've got a feeling I might get it, not only because it's good content, clearly, uh, but I think that there are reasons mm. that would probably, and I do do a fair bit of I use it quite heavily. Most days I work out in some way. So I'm monitoring stuff. I wear it through the night every night. So it's monitoring sleep all the time as yeah. well. So I think maybe now I've got the first year under the under my belt of using the watch for an Apple Watch at all. I think now the migration over to Watch Ultra, I could see the sense of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had no reason to upgrade until the Ultra. I mean, I, yeah. I was using six, seven, made no sense to me. They were just... You know, the same watch really, but with, with a, a new sensor. Yeah. You know, it wasn't really, the apps were the same, still the same screen almost. So, uh, but the Ultra made a massive difference from, no, the screen alone um, transformed the watch really because you can, you know, especially if you've got sausage, sausage, <laughs> sausage fingers like me, yeah, it's quite hard to. Um, well, I did actually, apart from having seen yours, I, I saw one, because I had a crazy, stupid week. I mean, I'm talking to you, so you know exactly what it's like. There was a, a video I made a couple of weekends ago, which was about the studio display. But I wanted to get mm -hmm. just a 10-second shot, if that, of the Pro Display XDR, which, of course, I haven't got one here. I haven't got that spare five, six grand right, talking about. So I thought, yeah. right, I was going to, first of all, I went to the nearest Apple store to me is in a place called Kingston, not too far away from where I live. So I thought, right, I'll go to the Apple store there. I got there, and... The lovely lady said, we're not premium, so we don't have them here. I thought, okay, didn't phone before I got there. So I was already out and I thought, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to drive up to Westfield, which is in Shepherd's Bush. Only another right. hour down the road tonight. <laughs> At this point, I think my other half was about to kill me. But I said, no, let's go to Westfield. It'd be lovely. We can have a you know glass of champagne there. And we'll just sit down. I tried to dress it up. And they did have one yeah. there. And, I, and, it, and while I was there, not only the Pro Display, a beautiful item to look at. But equally, I had a look mm. at the Watch Ultra and sort of picked up and had a good look at it. And the screen on it is really, really gorgeous. I think that's one of the things that probably yeah. convinced me to, to move over. It's very durable as well. I mean, I've had it for, you know, since launch and it's, it's not a single scratch on it, not even micro scratches. 
Mm. I actually bought, as soon as I bought the phone, uh, the, the watch, I bought the uh, kind of some, some of these Amazon ones, um, screen protectors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't need it. Really don't need it. It's just, um, it's been really, and I, I do knock it. Sometimes, you know, brushing past doors and getting to cars sometime, you know, you do, you do hate it. Um, and I, I look at it, oh my gosh, I scratched it, but there's absolutely nothing on it. Really well, funny enough, you talk about scratches. That's one of the points I've made in the video about the iPhone. Because the, these phones, these uh, all the 14 range have got the mm. uh, sapphire, it's got a name, isn't it? The glass front on it. Sapphire crystal or something? Oh, it's, no, yeah, yeah. The, uh, um, the front. Yeah, it's got a particular yeah. brand name to it. Uh, I forget what it's called. But anyway, it's supposed to be virtually indestructible. Within a couple of Ceramic days. Ceramic shield. Ceramic it? shield. There you go. Yeah. Within a couple of, I don't use screen protectors. I don't use cases. I never have done. So it's nothing different. And suddenly... Mm. That got, and funnily enough, I was watching one of Patrick's videos a, a, a few months back, and he said exactly the same about his phone. So I think there's an issue with the with the glasses because they shouldn't be getting scratched. And it's it's done, not done anything hard. I mean, luckily with my watch yeah. that hasn't got scratched yet. Did you find that with your mm. 14 Pro Max before you got rid of it? Not really. Some, oh, where the lightning port is, if I look at it, there's there's some tiny sort of micro scratches in it, but not not nothing on the on the back or the or the camera module. I mean, I, I do look mm. after them. Well, the, you know, the iPhone is always in a case. Um, unlike my Fold, the Fold I actually use it naked. But how did the, the Fold? Is, how, how long have you been had the Fold for now? Good few months, haven't you? September, yeah, last year. So is the actual crease on it lasting up okay? There's durability there is not an issue. Absolutely, yeah, no issue. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm just looking at it now. Oh, it's just yeah, it's a lovely display. There's there's nothing on it, and actually, I made a mistake uh, of um, removing the the screen protector. That is a Samsung includes a screen protector on the phone. I thought it was just Sorry. one of those plastic Sorry, you're things. Talking to an Apple like, oh Somebody they include things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't come with a charger. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't come with a charger. Yes, but you know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really hard to remove. Maybe I'm not yeah. meant to. And yeah, my comment session was like, oh no, you removed the thing. <laughs> you should have done that. So now I'm extra, extra careful with it. And uh, I'm constantly wiping, cleaning, making sure that there's no debris on it. But yeah, no, it's 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 a lovely phone. I mean, it's a smaller device to when it's folded. It's actually have you got the other Samsung anything. nearby with you as well for comparison? Was it uh, nearby? Where is the, yeah, yeah, that's also here. That's so in a so, case right now. That's the S twenty three. Just hold them up side by side for us. Uh, so there you go. Right. Okay. And the thickness of yeah. when they're folded. Presumably, when it's folded, it's a lot thicker. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Can you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's double the thickness, though, is it? No, it's not. It's it's deceptively, and I, I made this point in my review. It's actually very ergonomic to hold, even though it's it is a bit of a thicker slab, but it's just a bit, a bit smaller and narrower, so it feels better in the hand. Um, is it, is it, I don't what about use in the pocket? The, is it so when it's sitting in your pocket? Does it feel really chunky and awkward? Or yeah, I'm used to having bulk in my pocket. Hey, there we go. Hey. <laughs> He's flexing. No, it's definitely, it's definitely bulky. Um, not, not the most comfortable. To be honest with you, if I'm going on like a dog walk or yeah. you know, just going for a walk, I don't usually take the fold with me because right. if it does feel like if it if it does fall without a case, especially, yeah, it will it will smash. So <laughs> like very careful. Now it's been a. a a tiny, tiny, tiny little momentous week for me. You and I were chatting yesterday about things and general and stuff. And, and Alex has been fantastic me recently in, in sort of trying to help me out and point me in the right ways and things that you've learned down the journey. And problem shared over, is a problem solved, right? Absolutely that, yeah. And I like to make my problems your problems, basically. I like to get them <laughs> off of my desk and say, have my pile of crap and see if you can sort it out for me. So I've been <laughs> like a, a dog with a bone and a broken record for the last, I don't know how long. I'm going to get to a thousand. I'm going to... Finally, this week after amazing, September twenty twenty one, I started. <laughs> oh, no, it's, I, I finally got it. It feels good. Milestone. It, it does feel good. I, I, I've always, yeah, I always thought that was the hardest one to get. You know, I remember Did having it, fifty subscribers and going, "Oh my god, yeah, when I'm going to get a thousand? It just takes forever. It really does. And I, I, I was so misguided. I kind of came into this thinking it'd be really easy. I thought, okay, make a decent video. It'll just take care, and it doesn't. And I thought what we talked about today, because I know I see a lot of the tweets and people are actually interested in YouTube as it works, not just what they watch. Mm. And I know I love listening to podcasts about that as well. Um, so I thought we'd sort of cover, because you obviously you've got more knowledge, and I can come in with the the kind of the newbie side of it that I'm finding this week. Um, so if anyone is in the position that I'm in where you started the channel and you're getting to that first thousand, what happens is 
you then apply for AdSense, which is where we make a couple of quid off the adverts that they put on the videos. And there's this kind of three stages where you first will terms and conditions, and then it's apply. And I'm just at the application stage at the moment. So I'm now waiting for Google to send me my, I think it's actually a physical letter that they send me in the they post or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I can't understand from a digital firm, but anyway. So yeah. I'm kind of at that stage now, and it can take up to a month apparently, but I know you and I was watching some other videos. A few days, say, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of at that stage at the moment. But it's after that that things begin to kind of get a little bit more serious, isn't it? And mm. we began yesterday looking into the YouTube studio, which is what all creators kind of live in and watch. Um, and you helped me along the way of trying to understand a little bit more of the metrics that you really need to be aware of looking at. Now, there was something, maybe if mm -hmm. we start with this conversion rate, because I didn't understand until I was chatting yesterday about how important mm -hmm. it is to keep an eye on the subscription conversion rate per video. But that's actually quite a good metric to be looking at how yeah. you're putting your videos over, isn't it? What do you expect yeah. of yours then, if you can? So a rule of thumb that I use, and I know a lot of creators use as well, is, is to have, you know, for a thousand views, you'd expect 10 subscribers to, to, right. to subscribe, you know, because of those thousand views, especially if it's a, it's a video that is popular and everyone kind of is talking about is, you know, it's not off topic. If it's off topic, like the one I uploaded yesterday, um, you know, you, you're not going to get that. I mean, I didn't, mm. it, was, it tanked and not many people are subscribing to it because it's just, YouTube is not really pushing it to, to a wider audience. Mm. They only do that when your existing audience watches liking the video it for, and watching for long it. enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, a video that's tanking, you're not going to get that. But for, for a decent video, for a, kind of my average, if, if, you know, I call it a success when I get 10 subs per 1,000 views. So okay, right. that's, that's a decent amount. That's a good ratio of conversion for me anyway. Um, and a lot, a lot of creators take that as a bit of a, uh, a rule of thumb. If I'm getting 10 subs per 1,000, that's good. But uh, great videos, you know, sometimes you get 20, 30 subs per 1,000. And that's when you, you know, it's, it's one of those unicorns for me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> don't happen a lot, you know, maybe three times in the last year. Uh, and I sometimes because those percentages can dip as, as the numbers get higher. So do you find, I mean, a lot of your videos and I've done 25, 45,000 views. No, Are you they, still they, finding that they, they, they stay that? quite, they stay, yeah. So 100,000 views, you know, when you get to 100,000, you get um, 1,000 subs. 100,000, yeah, 1,000 yeah. subs. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, you know, that's a, that's a decent video. And it doesn't doesn't dip. What does go starts to go lower is the CTR because right. So okay, uh, let's pull back that CTR. That's the click through. Yeah. The click through rate. Yeah. So that one is how many times people are being shown an impression, mm -hmm. um, and and they're clicking through the video. Right. So that is um the, the more impressions you get, the less you know the less people click on it because they're not you know you that, that means YouTube is pushing it really wide sometimes outside of your typical audience, you know, you know, so they're trying to find another niche that, that people might be interested in because they're going, oh, hang on, people are really liking this video. Let's push it out to a wider audience. And they actually say that in the, that's the, the, the language they use in the, in the studio app. Uh, and the click through is, that's where the thumbnail comes into play, isn't it? Because you've got to put together, that's your shop window. So you've got to put an attractive thumbnail. thumbnail. Yeah. And then hopefully yeah. they see that on this as they're scrolling through, then they'll click yeah. on your video and get into it. So what's your click through rate? And what are you looking at for that? A good one for me, I'd say, is, is one that stays at around 15%. Anything above 15% CTR, mm -hmm. you're talking a banger in my case. And, you know, there, there is a couple that's still like 17, 18. Uh, I think my Apple Watch Ultra is, is really good. There's one that I don't even appear in the video, and that's like an 18% CTR. And, and it's a two-minute video. But yeah, that, that, you know, that's when, you know, is a success for me anyway. <laughs> uh, um, mostly, you know, like yesterday's video is like 6%. Um, but you kind of knew that when you were uploading it, presumably. You knew I that already knew it because yeah. it, it's, it's about gaming. My channel is not about gaming. So it's, it's, it's always going to tank. It was, it was always the case. But YouTube also encourages you, right, to say, look uh, how, how to grow your channel by, by having these buckets of content and having other, other types of content that are semi-related to what you do, not completely different. Yeah. But that's what you will eventually get people to, you know, oh, hang on, he's also got this, this thing in, you know. So your advice would be, metric. again, mm -hmm. if, if somebody's making, building a channel, say, well, let's take it outside of Apple, let's say it's on 
cameras, for instance. You mm -hmm. don't think that should necessarily govern that would only ever make a video. On, at some point, yes, the bulk of that for the audience needs to be about what their core interest is. But you think every now and again, if they switch it up and make a video that's something to do with file transfer from the camera or something, that makes sense. Yeah, so, so look, I'm, I'm not an expert in this and, and I'm still learning, right? But hmm. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that there are multiple ways of going about growth. You can grow really quickly and I'm pretty sure I would have grown a lot more if I focused on one brand, for example. If I say, right, my channel is all about Apple or my channel is about Android, I think that would be that would generate a lot more growth, a lot mm. quicker growth. As a creator, though, I don't feel that that excites me a lot. But that's just me, right? Some people actually prefer to to be, you know, to niching down. I think is the term, but yeah, same, niching yeah. down. And I'm not really, you know, I'm not that kind of person. I, I started the channel not calling it Apple or Android or whatever. Right? It's gear and tech, which is generic. I just love talking about tech, so. That that being my case, I think my the way for me to grow is to, sure, you know, talk about consumer type tech. So I, can, you know, can't come tomorrow and talk about something that's like a car tech. Mm -hmm. um, it just won't work. Or like I just did right with gaming tech. It's, it's really difficult to to break um, into a new niche. Um, but in their camera example, I'd say, yeah, maybe talk about you know if you really want to grow quickly. You can just say, right, I'm a Canon shop or a Sony shop. That will really mm. get your, you know, a lot big audience really mm. quickly. Mm. But then to expand it is, is going to be tricky. So I'd say talk about all cameras. That's my view, right? Uh, but maybe don't talk about something that's like a drone, right? Unless you're talking about the, the drone camera. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... Yeah. Because I'm kind of at that stage at the moment, I'm almost a bit scared because although the channel's called Talking Tech and Audio because... Two, they're two of my passions and particularly audio. So I have made mm. a number of explainers and how-tos on Audition and Premiere and so on. But I think, what is, but the more recent videos have all been on Apple. So I'm thinking, uh, am I going to confuse the algorithm if I suddenly throw out an Adobe video? Is that a good or is that a bad thing? And that's sort of a something I think people would, I, I don't think I'd be alone in that kind of fear. No, and, and I've been there. Uh, and I think, you know, and, and, I, and I listen to a lot of people. Some people, you know, you, you got to do a lot of filtering when you're learning, when you're growing a channel. Mm, I'm still mm, doing that. Mm. Um, but I do like to listen to people who've done it before and people who are successful as well, right? If you listen to people who, you know, grew, grew channels themselves mm. um, a lot, I tend not to listen to people who, you know, haven't, got, haven't actually had the experience hadn't of doing it. done the walk, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, hang on, you talk, you're telling me how to do things, but you haven't done it yourself, so... Hmm. Anyway, but I, I, in in that process, what I've what I did notice as a trend, right, that people say, right, you you have to really put the work, and I think you have to be honest. But I remember at the time thinking I haven't actually done more than thirty, forty videos, so really I can't really expect to grow massively unless you're really lucky and you produce a video that goes viral mm. really early, or you jump on a trend that is, is like okay, you know, it it you can't get on a wave, sort of so to speak. Um, then you left to to experiment, and I and I think that's probably a good thing, you know, to spend a year, your first couple of years, throwing things out there, learning the craft, you know, learning what works, you know, learning yourself how to present yourself. I mean, I, I'm still mm. in that in that journey, but mm. I think it did really help me a lot doing videos that were, I mean, looking at it now, I'm thinking, what the hell was I thinking? You know, in, in sure. iPhone season, me talking about a GoPro, for example. I, I do self-analyze a lot and go, hang on, why, would I, why, why did I do that? And the answer is, I was learning. And I, and mm. I, and I don't, regret, don't regret it now, but you know, I, being quite critical about, about myself, I'm thinking I should have done another, phone, another video about this one that worked really well the week before. And now I do that a lot. I mean, the, the next two videos are videos that I can probably guarantee you, you, you will do well because it's about a topic that's hot in the moment. You know, it's, yep. it's something that viewers subscribe to recently to my channel. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they see the thumbnail that they will go, hang on, that's another one. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't do that at the beginning. At the beginning, it was very much, uh, I did a, a video about a microphone um, as well. About, yeah, oh, I've done my, one of those. <laughs> my first video was about a pair of shoes on shoes. the tech channel. So Nicely done, yeah. pal. We don't tell anybody. Yeah. But I think that yeah. one of the things, funny enough, that you just briefly touched on there is I think, because I've noticed an increase in the amount of subscribers I'm getting recently, and I think there's possibly mm. 
a couple of reasons behind that. But I think one of the things is I'm starting to find my voice. And I think I'm, I was, uh, the video I'm making this weekend, you know, it basically is iPhone based again. I'm thinking, well, who the hell is going to want to watch that? But then what I realized, mm. and I've been told, and I think you've told me, is no one's going to say it like you say it. And that's what you've got to hope people buy into and like hearing you talk about things. Yeah. And I think that, I'm just the beginning whole point to of find YouTube voice. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the you in the YouTube, a lot of people say that. Is, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, it, it is definitely what it, what people care about. And, and sometimes I use the community tab as well to say, do you care about this stuff? And people go, actually, I don't. But because it's your video, I will watch it because I want to yeah. hear your thoughts on it. And um, I think that's great. I think that's, that's a great point about the platform um, that there's no one out there that can talk about the stuff, you know, with your voice, with your opinion, with your jokes, yeah. you know. Your style, yeah. And, and I think yeah. that that does take time, you know, unless you're ridiculously gifted and really natural in front of a camera, to be able to sit down mm. and actually talk with the people rather than talking at so the lens, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, Even I, I today recorded, I recorded, yeah, <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah, I, I did a little, my call to action this week. I, I went out in the back garden and I was thinking, shit, the neighbours are going to be looking at me. I feel real idiots standing here with the phone and tripod but I thought you know it's just what you've got to do and we all feel it I I know we all feel that as you know it's easy to sit in the confines of your studio and and chat well easier but it's just kind of part of the part part of the game isn't it yeah it is Uh, even today I mean I live in the countryside you've been here right there's Mm, not a lot mm. of people around when I go out but still if I see someone walking their dog and I'm recording I (laughs) immediately feel embarrassed immediately you know this doesn't go away it does feel I mean I am less worried about it now so I, I will pick up the, the camera in, in a shop and I will start recording myself. My son will go absolutely like try to hide. Um, but I don't, I don't really care. Right. But it doesn't make it, it's, it's never comfortable. I don't think you know, it's still awkward. It took me a, uh, an hour and a half earlier today to record two videos. That will be 10 minutes each. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, 80 gigs of file and two camera angles and all sorts. But for, for 10 minutes each, that took me, Almost two hours. You know, it's crazy. I, I had that the week before last. And don't forget now I'm using a teleprompter as well. And I I could not get my words out. I just couldn't read. That night, for whatever reason, I'd had a horrible day. Everything that could have gone wrong. So I, I sat down and wasn't in the best of moods anyway, truth mm. be told. But then I, yeah. I, I, all I'm doing is reading. And I just couldn't even read the words that I typed out. You know, so It's crazy, right? It's crazy. I mean, I've got construction work right now. So I was oh. kind of waiting. I'm, I'm listening for the banging yeah. noise. And as soon as it stops, okay, there's a gap. He stopped. And I, I tried to get as get quickly in. as possible. And then, but yeah, you're right. You have to be self-aware of how you're sounding as well. Because if you start sounding like a robot, people will switch off and pick mm. up on it. And mm. I, I think I, I think I did all right in the end, but it does take a long time because I'm repeating myself so many times to make sure that it is as I, I intended it to be. Right? When I was yeah. writing it down, and yeah. I, I needed it to sound in a certain way, natural, basically. So if we then follow on from, we were talking about click-through, uh, the yeah. other thing that you brought up to me yesterday, and it's a natural progression from there, is retention. And there's kind of almost a, we, we, we covered it a little bit yesterday, that, that, that there's more of an yeah. art to attention than I realised. You can't just think, mm. you sit down in front of the camera and you start talking, but there is actually an art to trying to keep people to watch your video past the first we, 30 seconds, three minutes, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, and stay on it, right? I mean, we all do it. I do it all the time. I don't think I watch a video from beginning to end unless it's a Mr. Beast video. I mean, there, there's very rare few creators out there mm. that will that I will kind of hold on the phone and, and not mm. touch it you know I'm do you constantly... watch most of your content on the phone that's a point actually do you watch most of your content uh, on the yeah, phone? All, yeah all the time all right, the time yeah. Yeah. yeah um so but i'm even the videos that i really enjoy if there's a scene that's not changing a lot my brain automatically goes i've got to skip this mm. uh, or sometimes i drag the slider to see you know to see the, the little thumbnail that appears at the bottom so you know is that changing at all what's going on here um it's a bad habit but we all do it and I think, you know, as a creator, you know, you've got to, you've got to think that, right. Am I, am I going on for too long about this point or is this shot on the screen for too long? Some people appreciate that though. Some people love like a, a gentle approach to things, but you know, YouTube will pick up on the fact that people are skipping and use that, right. As, at the end, you get a metric that says, you know, if anywhere near 50%, like, uh, at know, the end, if the video was, yeah, if the video is 10 minutes. Yep. And people watched it for fifty percent, like the, they watched half of it. That's actually not a bad, you know, not a bad target. Above that, you were you were like, 
that's that's great. No, How I'm, does the metric work if somebody's watching it and then scrubs through to just before the end? Does that still count as re- does the retention then pick up again? Is that the way the graph would see it? I think the, there's watch time, right? The yep. total watch time, and then mm-hmm. there's average uh, average view duration. Right. So there's there's yeah. So all, then all of what, those things to consider. You kind of done the, the do's and the don'ts with where you're at at the moment. Where are you finding the magic is in in that first well. 30 seconds for starter, I know is critically mm. important. I know we were yeah. looking at some of my graphs yesterday, but so if we talk about that first 30 seconds to start with, where are you finding you're making more wins and losses? What's your sort of take on it at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I look at the analytics a lot, right? For every video that does well and the ones that don't do as well, I can, I can see where the tips are. And, you know, YouTube makes it really easy for you to understand and kind of learn from, from what you're doing wrong or what you should be doing more of. Like yesterday's video, even though it tanked, Mm. I noticed there was a huge spike when I said, let's have a little game ourselves. And I showed the side by side, a bit of game footage between right. two things and got people interacting with, with the video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, right, I should have done more of that because that was, a, you know, it was almost like I wasn't expecting to see anything on that video. So like, this is a proper tanker. But that bit, you know, for that like 30 seconds, a lot of people probably paused the video, rewound it. So that's, that, that got me thinking, well, for the next one that I do, I'm going to include more of that, maybe have two or three early games on. in between. Early on, or just have more of it, right? Um, what's your approach to, that, that, to, to, to the hook, to really getting people, you know, when you come on, I'm going to tell you I'm back on the Alex, I'm going to talk about BAM. What's your approach to that first sort of 15 to 30 seconds to try and get retention? I'm so crap at it, I have to say. I'm, I'm no, really you're not, not though, clearly. It, but, I mean, but, I don't know, what, your retention's going, I mean, you, you're holding people, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, it is, it is getting better. You know, and I'm learning to, like, like I was telling you yesterday, right, I'm, I'm adding a little bit, a few gaps in there as well, which mm. serves two purposes. And I, no one told me to do this. I just learned that doing this is getting people to stay for longer because it adds a little bit of creativity to, 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 this, to the thing which I enjoy doing. So I'm, mm. you know, a few almost like a few more B-roll shots in there, a bit of music, and also adds adverts, right? There's gaps mm. in there that YouTube can insert adverts into, which, which is good. And then I also realized that, you know, it gives people an idea, kind of a, a bit of a break to digest your content. Um, and, and that somehow, although it's making the video longer, videos longer, people are watching the videos for longer too. So that's more important for YouTube. YouTube wants you to keep people on the platform. Stay there, yeah. Right? If they if they jump off your video, there's a there's a higher chance that they will probably jump off YouTube altogether. altogether. Right? So you, yeah, it's 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 better to keep them watching um, and and adding things like uh, and I shared this with you, right? There, there was this tweet. I forgot the person who, who yeah, shared it. Yeah, to read. There's a there's a few kind of techniques that you can use in your speech or in your script writing. Um, that helps that. For example, I say this a lot, right? Which is, this is, I discovered something amazing about the S23 Ultra. Well, I'll talk about that in a second. I, I'm more specific than that in, in the actual video, but it's an example, right? You, you kind of give an, oh, hang on, there's something coming here. I've got to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or you simplify things like, you know, the bottom line is, right? When you say something like the bottom line is, or at the end of the day, you know, People, people kind of listen to those uh, little triggers. They go, hang on, I can't skip this. Something's He's coming. about to say something for yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So there, there's a few of those things that I'm still learning, but I'm, I'm injecting those in every video. And it does seem to be working. Now, obviously, using multiple angles, using good B-roll, um, you know, changing the scene sometimes. People get bored, right? I mean, mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure even in listening to, to this podcast or watching this podcast, it's going to be tricky for people to watch the, the entire thing so, because yeah. it's, it's such a, you know, it's just us talking. I mean, the fact is a conversation helps, but, you know, it's, it's, a, tricky, it's a tricky subject to, um, to keep well, people of, watching. Of that, actually, I, I was, I think, I don't know if it was The Verge I was listening to. There's a podcast I was listening to this week and they were talking mm-hmm. about this whole phenomenon of podcasts now being videos. And, mm. and one of the guests said, turned around and said, well, hold on a minute, it's, it's basically a chat show. It's the new version of chat shows. And I thought, actually, that makes real good sense. It's the new Michael Parkinson, isn't it? It's, it's the new Late Show. It's that kind of thing. I watch a lot watching. of um, Joe Rogan and uh, yeah. the other guy, Lex, Lex somebody. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. There's a lot of comedians that are doing this as well. Lots of podcasts exactly. that are comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sometimes don't watch it, but I put it in the background and I'm in the kitchen doing stuff or whatever. It's just there. I'm mm-hmm. listening to it, but I'm actually listening to the video. 
Yeah. So um, yeah, I think there's a, there's a, there's a big feature in there, and um, I'm glad we're in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I actually I mean, enjoy it. Yeah, I, I really do. I look forward to these for a whole host of reasons. And, you know, I, I, my old Luddite brain still struggles with, I'm making a podcast, it's going to be a video, but that's because I come from this audio background where podcasts are podcasts. But, you know, things, mm. and we know YouTube are investing a lot of money. And I think they just hired somebody recently as well to specialise in taking the whole podcast side of it. Because they can see there's great chances for monetization because, of course, oh, yeah. they tend to be very long-form videos. So there's a lot of chance to get adverts in there. That's exactly um, what, why they're doing it, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, and and I mean, I've listened to exactly what you said yesterday, so I'm, I've got a couple of gaps left in my edit where I've got some spaces now. I'm going to do some nice B-roll shots and, you know, just flower it up. And But that point of, I because I have got premium YouTube, and again, something I realized yesterday is I need to log in from another account. I'm I just, always, yeah. I recommend everyone does, you know, watch your video as a, as a normal viewer, maybe mm. create an auto account. I don't know. I mean, I, that's, that's, that's what I do just to see, well, first of all, Who's putting ads on my video? And secondly, just to spot mistakes as well. Sometimes you watch it as a viewer, just pretend that you're someone else. I'm, I'm watching this for the first time. And I pick up on so many mistakes. You know, Sometimes if I've got time, I, I push the video out as an unlisted and I'll watch it. Um, yep. Because yeah, more often than not, I'll pick up on a misspelling. And you know, in a way, sometimes I leave them because they're like, do you know what? I, I like people to know that there's a human behind it, you know, as well. There's, there's not a robot, but other times it's just embarrassing right? if you make a big mistake or say something wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my failing. Well, I've got a few, but one of them is I try to be too perfect, which I'm not, I'm not saying in an egotistical way at all. And it was my, probably my fault when I was on radio as well. I like to have mm. the perfect show, but then the perfect show mm. doesn't actually necessarily bring over your character. And with YouTube yeah, yeah. being a visual medium, it's even more important that you're not too robotic. And I know you've done some of your outtakes and so. stuff. And, and when you have your alter ego that you're sitting talking to on the couch, all of that just breaks up and gives somebody just something different to look at and different feel yeah. and vibe to the video as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a lot harder to produce, right? I, I'd, mm. I'd love if, if my videos that were, I'm just sitting on a desk and then sitting at a desk and talking. I love if those did well, but you know, the, the reality is the more I, I inject in terms of creativity, different shots, drone shots, you know, different angles, different lenses, different sitting areas, you know, whatever it is that I do that adds to the, you know, to the dynamic of the video is making people watch longer. So yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather produce less videos yeah. that are harder to produce that, that exactly. generate that, that sort of growth and retention. Um, yeah. But there's no silver bullet, right? I mean, what I'm doing is still experimenting. I, I don't think I've, I've got a single video where you know, it, it goes beyond 60%. I think I've got one that was like 58, maybe the Apple Watch Ultra. It was really, mm -hmm. really good. But nothing is like amazing viral style, like, you know, 70%. I mean, I, I don't even know if that exists from um, people watching for that long. But um, I mean, in shorts, that's different, right? In shorts, yeah. you do want to see even more than 100%, right? You want those loops for people to watch even longer. Because, yeah, they're so digestible, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, then one of the other things you mentioned to me yesterday, which is another head I overlooked, was the importance of timing and scheduling mm. and oh, yeah. having that Big calendar time. looked out. And we kind of all know, certainly from, I'm not, I don't follow the Samsung area so much, but, you know, with Apple, yeah. apart from this year, because we don't know what the heck of the heck's going on. But I mean, generally mm. you kind of know, right, you've got the spring event, you've got WWDC and possibly two at the end of the year. And you kind yeah. of know roughly what products are going to be probably launched each. Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, do you almost kind of map out, right, I, for Samsung, I've got something coming in early Feb, and then you've got probably a good month of, of the buying it, unboxing it, using it one month yeah. later, all that kind I of thing. I do now, right? yeah. I do now. I mean, the first couple of years, I, I don't think I did that. I think it was very much, you know, throw it at the wall, see what happens, uh, mm. which, which is, you know, in a way, I could have been a little bit more strategic, um, but I I think about it now. Like I, I, There was a learning period now i'm kind of putting putting what i learned into action and you know still still not perfect but i think yeah i, I wouldn't today uh put out a video about the iphone or an iphone accessory completely out of season like right now um, mm. but talking about the iphone uh is is never out of season you can always you know make content you know apple products in general are usually quite good but i've i've done i've made many mistakes about talking for example completely went out on a limb and I thought, well, the AR, and I think you've, you've done exactly the same, which is, which is, which is funny. 
Because um, I talk about the AR glasses thinking by WWDC, they had the glasses in the thumbnail. This is going to happen, right? And I, was, I made a video, which you know, it takes a, a lot of effort. It was a week or two producing this video. Got it out and it's like a few hundred views. Um, it's really demoralizing as a creator when that happens. But it tells you a thing. It tells you like you just published it at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't matter if it was an amazing video. If no one is searching for it, no. Because again, uh, sorry to interrupt you there. No, no, no. It's something that popped out in my head, which is really important. I, I forgot to mention is when you're small, you know, and I think it's still the case for me, you're, and you're not discoverable. Yeah. People are not expecting your video. They don't know who you are. You know, mm. That's the reality. Mm. So a lot of your views will come from search. So you have to sometimes be very basic and very straightforward with the thumbnail and the title because you go, right, I want my, my thumbnail and title to be in that first few, few thumbnails. And I did that with, I think, the S21 Ultra uh, a couple of years ago where I even screenshotted, I should have framed that because my, my search results were coming above uh, Marquez's uh, video. So I was like, yeah, that's a win. But, you know, it, it, takes, it takes some planning. It takes, you know, getting that right time is just very important, uh, especially as a smaller creator. But when you grow, then YouTube pushes your video a bit more. So sure. you're so reliant on, on search. Yeah. I mean, I know we mentioned Peter McKinnon yesterday when we were chatting and, you know, he makes videos kind of, watch well, this week's video yeah. didn't even have okay. him in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was complete clickbait because the thumbnail clearly showed him in it and yet he didn't even make an appearance. I don't yeah. even think yeah. it was a voiceover from him. I think it was, you know, so, but again, that's all, he's, he's cut his teeth. He's, he's done his nine yards and he is, you know, the huge success that he is. So people, and I'm yeah. one of them, will go and watch yeah. one of his videos just because it's him. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, we've all got to try and strive to get to that point, haven't we? But without sounding like I'm eulogizing at the church that is Alex, um, we sat down late last year and yeah, I know, ah, my, my God <laughs> over there. Um, but we were talking about, you know, that the flat spells during the year when there's not much coming along and you said, okay, talk to somebody about renders. One of the best sentences you've ever said, and I've come across this diamond guy, a guy called Marcus, and we're working together yeah. a lot. And funny enough, he's over in your homeland at the moment. He's got his girlfriend's family is in Brazil and nice. she must be so pissed off with me because he's on, on WhatsApp calling me 20 minutes at a time. I've just seen this. I've got this idea. When it's I come back, to do I'm in Brazil. Boring place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds a lot better than being near to Ascot and Windsor. But um, so, but again, it's given me some content there and, and it's given me something, a new energy and something new to learn. And of course, I'm lucky that his big passion is AR and he happens to be mm -hmm. a fantastic renders artist as well. And some yeah. of those renders now have got into Mac Rumors, uh, Process FTP, FPT site, uh, front page tech has put Fubita and uh, Sam Cole's being used. So, you know, we're, we're making some little ripples there, but that's all down to what you said. Just don't leave any stone unturned and yeah. be yeah. always thinking. That's the thing I found with this YouTube. It, it seeps into your brain so much I, it's it's so funny you mentioned that yeah like yesterday i was I was having a shower and two yeah. ideas came to my head yeah, i mean i've yeah, been yeah. struggling with with a video because there's a sponsor coming up that i can't i couldn't really find the content that would fit and it's been bugging me for a long time so well i need to write the script i just don't have the idea so and they're sponsoring nowhere, the video they also the got shower, a product that you've got to mention I've for got a 60 insert, second need or something yeah, i've got inserted yeah it's, it's an integration sponsor so in a 10 minute video, I've got to talk of 90 seconds or whatever. I love the product. I use it myself. I've used it for like six, seven years, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't find an, a, a nice way. Cause you know, with, with ads, it's tricky, right? Again, retention, you got to think about retention. As soon as you say something that doesn't fit with the video, people go, right, that's an ad I'm skipping. Yeah, and I do yeah. that myself. Yeah. So I try as, as much as possible, right? If I've got time and energy, I'll try to include the ad and make the ad part of the video. So that mm -hmm. is properly integrated. Oh, but, right. Um, so you'll lead into it kind of thing rather than just being well, yeah, a complete well, well, like Peter McKinnon, right? He's, he's, he's the king of this, I, th I think. There, there are many people who do it, but they will, I think, um, Pete has his uh, square, Squarespace speed, I think Squarespace, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah. A, you know, he's himself dressed differently, but he's just, he's, he's talking about stuff that's relevant to that specific video as well. He's not completely going out on an on a ad read. Mm, mm. Um, Gerard and Dunn does, does it as well as with his, um, some of his, what was it, story blocks, I think it is. You know, that they do integrate really well. So I've picked up on that and, and you know, for, 
for, for all intents and purposes, that's really working. People are coming to like, actually enjoy the ad, you know, which is great. Um, but it, it's, this one was bugging me because I couldn't find a way and it's been bugging for like two weeks. It's like, crap, I've got to, got to actually produce this stuff. And, you know, went, had a shower and in the shower, I was like, oh, two ideas came up. I was like, got bloody it. hell, why didn't I think of that early? You're right. It does consume you, but in a, in a nice way, I think. It's, yeah, it's, I, I've, I've, I've found myself, I mean, I'm not sleeping well at the moment, which is partly due to this. And it's when I'm trying to think of ideas like you just said, but then equally the buzz you get out of solving that problem. And okay, mm. I'm still at the stage of, of finding what people want from me, but at least I feel that I've put something out that represents the best I can do at that time. And yeah. maybe I would have thought of an idea, often at the moment, I'm thinking of an idea, I don't know how to do that. And half the fun is coming in, sitting in the edit and figuring out, I know like yeah. you commented on the wording behind me last week. I knew I wanted to do it. I'd never done it before. So there was a lot of effing and jeffing going on. But mm. I kind of, and I think it was effective. It just broke the screen up again. You immediately picked up on it, which shows that it was doing its job. And, and that's part of the buzz you get, just... Because as you say, it's oh, everyone, just, no, trust me, everyone picks up on it. A few people will say something, but everyone picks up on it because they go, oh, that's, that's different. You know? Different, they yeah. definitely pick up on it, yeah. Yeah, and that's the, the, the buzz that I'm finding at the moment. Just trying to, it's this creative journey of finding out what you can do and what, what your, again, what your voice is, is. It really does begin to come down to, doesn't it? Just being you yeah. and finding and, and your style. And sometimes it's about, you know, just killer field darlings, right? And, and I've had this, sometimes you're really proud of what you created, but, if you're really hard on yourself, and then I, then I do that all the time, you know, I end up deleting five minutes every video sometimes, you know, because mm. I know even when I'm recording of this, I just need to say it because saying this will probably trigger another idea, but mm. I, I already know that that's not going to go on the video, on the final product. But mm. yeah, kill a few darlings. And sometimes you've got to be quite, um, and I haven't done it in the past. I've done videos that was like 15 minutes long and I knew that the video could have been four minutes. And I, I'm just literally rambling about the same point over and again. It's like, um, I wouldn't do that again. But yeah, it does. It has happened. The other problem we've got is, of course, we're our own editors. We've got nobody reining us in. So it's mm. easy for either ego to take over or think we're being very clever and artistic. In actual fact, you just said, it's like, no, cut it there. Yeah. That's just a filler. I, That's rubbish. So just many videos I overused green screen. I had like, wolves coming into my bedroom from my green screen and stuff like that. It's like, no one cares, especially when it was like less than a thousand subscribers. I feel great by saying, I produced yeah. this. This is amazing. Look at this. Yeah. But no one is a crap because they're not really, into, I mean, no one is, no one knows who you are. No one's, no one's searching for your content. No, and equally when um, you find something new you can do, like the word yeah. behind, you think, right, don't overuse it. I took so much out last week because I realized I was like the kid with the new toy. I knew how to do it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to put it everywhere. <laughs> or yeah. video. I think, and you can't do I it. I think it's, it's great to learn and, and kind of go through the learning process of doing mm. it. But then, yeah, it's like, how do you, how do you make it um, that is not going to, you know, it has to be sustainable. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm saying this, and as I'm saying this, I go, yeah, but you, you don't listen to that yourself, do you? Um, but that's, yeah, the, that's I, the great thing of having these chats. You know, other people, I'm sure, I've got a feeling this, this will go down quite well because a lot of people are hmm. that listen to this podcast are in wanting to get into the game, in the game, yeah. thinking about what to do. And, you know, we're coming at it from different levels, but with the same collective ideas. And I think, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah. it is this journey thing that people talk about. It's not undoable. Yeah. But, and equally, the other truism I found, and I know it sounds ridiculously simple to say, the more effort you put in, the more you give in your video, the more feedback Absolutely. subscribers it, you'll get. And it sounds yeah. so simple. Yeah. But as you just said, I think we're both at the point now feeling we can do one good video a week. And, and that's the point. If you actually deliver something that's reasonably entertaining and just, you know, you know that you've done your best for that week in giving something yeah. new, that's got to be I, a I tick. know that, yeah, I know that I've, Produced, I think it was mid Feb. I produced probably the best video I've ever produced. Which <laughs> one was that? The S twenty three Ultra versus the fourteen Pro Max. Right. Um, I spent, I think it was, you know, in total about two weeks getting it from, you know, end to end. Uh, but I can't do that every time. And and mm. I just, I just, but because you've done it and you know how successful it is, it's nearly a hundred k now. Wow. It, wow. You just, you're so tempted to kind of keep repeating, chasing that 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 dragon, right? But it, it is. Uh, from a health perspective, you're just going to, you know, really wear, wear yourself out quite quickly. Um, 
So you've got to choose, choose your moments. I'd say, you know, pace yourself. You know, if, if you're a full content or full-time content creator, then of course, all in. But um, in, in our case, while we're doing other jobs and mm. running other businesses, being, being a dad, being a husband, husband dad, it's, yeah. it's quite tricky to, yeah, to do that. Cause you, you end up, yeah, just not being present and that's not, that's not where you want to be. And of course, something I'm about to understand is the whole placing of ads and so on. So again, let's just mm. get your knowledge set on it. When I was looking at <laughs> another student, dark art as well, yeah. Like, yeah. So I obviously it's not quite there for me. I'm still at the approval stage, but I noticed there was this whole screen where you can place adverts, you know, you can have them pre-roll, mid-roll, overlays. Do you decide where the adverts go in your videos then? Or is that you YouTube? can? You can. So which exp uh, when when I said earlier about leaving some gaps for music and this kind of I call it music interludes, mm -hmm. but it's, it's nothing but an opportunity for YouTube automatically to place an ad in there. There's a natural break in the speech. There's a there's a, a switch of subjects. So I'm talking about the design, then I'm moving over to talk about the cameras, for example. Then there's a, there's a natural gap in there for people to kind of have a breather, five seconds, and YouTube will use that gap um, automatically. So I'm using that for for that reason. Mm -hmm. um, but YouTube, I, I can't trust YouTube. You know, after you, you upload, you can go back and go where did and see where YouTube placed the ads. Then mm -hmm. you can manually say, "Hang on, no, I'm still kind of mid sentence here." Oh, Don't you can reposition there, you know? slightly, can you? Yeah, yeah, right. And I think that's that's really good because, again, for, from a retention perspective, just having an ad in the wrong place could actually drive people away. Yeah, could, right? yeah. God, because as as a someone watching, they'll probably think that you. It's your fault, mm, <laughs> you know, even mm. though YouTube said, no, I'm going to put the ad here in this mid-sentence, yeah. random place, you know, they, they really do that sometimes. So when you're in the studio, then you decide if you want pre-roll or do or, or mid-roll kind of thing. Yeah. And this is where, again, at the beginning, I was really, really conscious of this because I felt really bad for using ads in my videos. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I felt even worse when, when the video had a, a product that was given to me or the video was sponsored. Now I don't feel as bad because I realize that, you know, what we're doing is we're, we're actually producing something like that would cost companies thousands to, to mm. do, right? And we're doing mm. that week in, week out. Mm. So I no longer feel bad because viewers kind of understand that most, most, most of them anyway. Mm. And yeah, so it, it, it puts, puts things in, into perspective when, when you realize that, yeah, hang on, we're actually providing a service. So I think it's, it's, fair to say, mm -hmm. I'm going to put a couple of ads in here. Um, a lot of people abuse that though and put like 10 ads in a do video. Do you choose so how many ads go in then? Oh, you do? As many as you want. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? So if, if it's like an hour long, I'll probably put five or six, maybe maybe even more. But um, yeah, you, you, you should put quite a I few. I did not know that. Yeah. I just thought you would say where you want the ad and then YouTube would just decide, right, we're running two ads on this video. Yeah. No, you, you can put those. I mean, it's it's... I think it depends, right? If, if you're if you're really popular, if you're a really kind of cool, creative, popular person, and you know people watch your video anyway, it's probably a less risky approach. For me, it's it's not the case. Uh, you know, it's it's like I'm trying to focus on delivering good content, mm -hmm. and placing a couple of ads here and there is not going to be is not going to be at the, the end of the world. But if I say in a ten minute video, place place eight ads in there, uh, you know, people clearly might, you know, the what, what I'm, I'm saying clearly, I'm. Certain the creator doesn't get to choose what ads are run on his video. No, no, you're just leaving no, no, you places that YouTuber decide right. That's where he wants us to put them. Yeah, and obviously that will have a, a huge impact in your earnings. But I see personally, I see AdSense as a as a bonus. I I expect zero every month. I said that's money that is zero. You know, mm -hmm. if, if it comes in, great, and it is is always coming. Since I've been monetized, it's always been been decent. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. I don't really count on it. It's just um, one of those things. That Your brand association, is, sponsorships, that's where you, you can rely on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, not fully yet, right? Because otherwise I'll, I'll be a full-time content creator. It's, it's probably where most of my earnings will be in like affiliates and mm -hmm. commissions and things like that. Network sponsorships. What's yeah. the Amazon affiliate like for you? Is that any good? Do you find people do click on products and buy through? It hasn't been good for me until recently. There, there is one video about SSDs Mm -hmm. That idea. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Um, Patrick did one as well um, a couple of years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and I did one, I don't know when it was, but if it, it completely backfired, then I did it. So I'm going to try this again just to see what happens. 
And in, in, immediately, like he wasn't, it's like, oh, he failed again. But mm. he, out of nowhere, he picked up and is now every single day, there's three, 4,000 views on it. And really? Lots, you know, lots of pe- and people, people clicking click on, on the, the links. links. Yeah. So that's good. That, that's, that's kind of what, we, what you want. That retention is good. People are finding it useful. They're clicking through the links. So that's all signals, right, to, to YouTube to keep pushing the video. So I think that's, that's probably my first evergreen content. Uh, maybe the second, there's an air tag one that randomly, I don't want people to watch that. It's an embarrassing video, but somehow YouTube keeps pushing it. I won't it. leave a link to it in the podcast in. <laughs> no, 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 it's cringe. Um, but it's one of those where it's like, oh, I don't want people to see that one. But there's so many videos that I think are good that YouTube could be pushing and it's like, decide on the air tag one? Come on. And is there an ideal length, too short or too long? Is a four minute video too short? Is a 20 minute video too long? Do you find as a, as a sort of a I changed purple patch? This, well, I say, yeah, that has changed recently. I say two, three years ago. It used to be 10 minutes, I think. Uh, the sweet spot now is eight minutes because YouTube at the moment, you know, that, that, that's the length. I, I could be wrong, but that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. That, you know, if you make it less than eight minutes, uh, YouTube will, will find it hard to place ads in it. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, it won't push it as there's two videos, like one from you, one from another creator, the same size as you. And theirs is slightly longer, more than eight minutes, and yours is shorter than, um, yeah, they'll, they'll push the other one. So you sort of try and shoot around that eight minute mark. Yeah, eight to 10. I'm actually going, I'm actually not limiting myself to it because I used to go eight and the max 10, mm. thinking that that's probably a good thing because you don't want people to, you know, to, to make like a 12 minutes and people only watch it for three, four minutes. Now I'm thinking differently. I'm thinking, I'm going to go for 15 minutes. And if they watch more than five minutes, I don't care so much anymore because that, that five minutes is, is actually a, a good total watch time. Mm-hmm. And there's more opportunities in there for them to go into another one of your videos. Because you go, you keep mentioning, oh, I've I'm, I'm, reviewed this before in this one. I talk about this in more detail on this video here. There's more opportunity. When you go to 15 minutes, up to me anyway, it feels like there's more opportunity to push more of your stuff in there. Um, it's harder, right? Because you've got to find yeah, 3,000 words probably. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at the word count now. I know when I sit, it's normally on a Sunday yeah. I sit and type out the script. I know I'm, at the moment I'm around about uh, 1,800 to 2,002, something yeah. like that. 1,800 is minimum. Um, you can yeah, two, two, try 1,800 to, eight, eight, to, to yeah. 10 minutes, but yeah, it's got to be tricky. 2,000, it's <laughs> what I would shoot for minimum. If I go to 2,000 words, okay, great. Now I can just tidy up my script. It was, it was um, I mean, because, you know, the other side to my life is writing and that's monetized yeah. quicker for me than this. Um, and right. I had one story out of nowhere that's got just under 20,000 reads Holy and money. has, wow. yeah, and it's earned me good money. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. Last month was my best month on Medium by a long stretch for one story. Okay. And it was basically about Apple keeping jobs uh, and the way they're yeah. going about it. Um, I happened to write another one very similar to it yesterday because they're, they're changing the way they pay their bonuses out to the uh, senior management. It's not now twice a year. They're only doing it once a year mm. and it's caused a bit of disquiet. So there's a good story in that. But equally today, I was only mentioning Medium because I did that famous thing today. I felt slightly dirty. I was scratching around for ideas. So I just repurposed content. It was a script from the video that's coming out this weekend that I just dressed up and packed up differently for I, a, a blog. articles on Medium are videos. I mean, all of yeah. them. But, you know, the thing is, I made a mistake of, of thinking that at the, be- at the very beginning, my maybe six, seven videos, I thought they are all going to start as an article. And I, and I did that. And I, and I uploaded it to my blog on my website, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. to Medium. Um, but it's just, as someone who's not running uh, YouTube full-time, it's just not sustainable because, you I, know... You, you think, and I, I thought this, that it would be easy to just transform the script for a video into an article. But it's so hard because, you know, the way you write for a video is trying as much as possible anyway to sound natural, to sound conversational, to ask questions. Um, in an article, you can do that, but the words don't make sense when you're reading. You sound like a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, I, so. I thought getting into the studio this morning, I thought, oh, this is going to be quick because I'm basically just going to butcher that script yeah. and I'll have it done quickly still and generally my blogs take me about three three and a half hours every day I'm generally writing by about nine that's and it's a, always a 12 because you have to read research fact check proofread 
it just takes and time. And putting links as well, right? Yeah, putting yeah. Picture. I mean, I like to, to, to making the article look nice as well. So I add pictures. I, I use pictures from the video later. Yeah. So I love doing it. I actually, I'm passionate about writing and, and publishing articles, but it's just... It's time. It's it time. Does yeah. I mean, I make that a priority because obviously that is paying me. So that's the thing I do first every day. Um, awesome. So yeah. Friday, I, it's my regular Apple views. It's basically the week roundup of what's been going on with Apple that week. So I, I'm busy all during the week, saving stories, bookmarking things on Twitter, you know, finding content for it. But yeah, I mean, writing, I've always, I came into this just wanting all to, I, I, there's no way I'm ever thinking I'm going to get rich out of this. I just want it to cover some bills. And writing's beginning to do that. And hopefully now I've had a couple of, uh, well, we were talking about newer the, the photography people yesterday. They're not paying me, but they're at least sending me some more stuff. It's already in the post today. And they give me an affiliate that's how link. Start. Yeah, that's how, those things open doors, right? Because when, once yeah. you review something that's from a brand that's you know semi-reputable, people people will go, hang on, yeah, I can maybe send my product to you and you know, and Jeez, go from again, there. So yeah, it does. It's because of you, isn't it? Because when I was up with you, you had that broken, uh, um, uh, I've, I've gone slider, wasn't it? Slider, yeah, it broken slider. slider. Yeah. yeah, and I brought it back. Yeah. And I phoned them saying, can I have a battery for it? And from that, that's where it all started. <laughs> so again, there you go. I pray to you, Alex. I pray to you. <laughs> so anyway. No, but yeah, it's, it's all, yeah, we all, we all get, I mean, there's so many people that, that helped me as well. I mean, even right now, there's, there's Pete Matheson, who's an amazing creator here in the UK. He's we need to get him on, don't we? Out of nowhere, kind of decided to, to, to share some stuff and, and you know, he's helping me out. And it's, it's great, right? So. Do you think, think we can get him on? What? Can you drop him on? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll be oh, awesome. so we can get my yeah. next time around, shall we? So yeah. um, I think we, this has been, I think, there's a lot to unpack in this. There's a, I think we've given mm -hmm. out, you know, some good info from both sides of the fence here. So um, probably a good enough time to begin to wrap it up. So you said you've got two videos coming out over the weekend? Yeah, I, yeah. I batch recorded today. I hate okay. when I do it because it, it does. Did you change shirt? does take a lot. Do you look different? No. No, <laughs> uh, not even the lighting. Not even, I mean, the thing is, the subject is the same as well. And I was like, I was on a roll. Yeah, it's like boom, boom, boom. You know, recorded. Oh, I say on a roll. It took me an hour and a half. But yeah, it's going to be the S twenty three Ultra. You know, yep. surprise, surprise. I am. I have actually switched. <laughs> I have sold my iPhone fourteen Pro Max. Is that the title you're giving us there? Yeah. I have actually switched. <laughs> it's going to be something around that. Yeah, and and then the other one was going to be okay. Now what? Which is about apps for the S twenty three Ultra. Right. And yeah. The painful experience that is actually, you know, when you properly switch. There's there's a lot from the ecosystem that you perhaps didn't know you needed or forgot mm. that you needed or oh so that's yeah. what that video is about so it'll be helping hand if you've made the switch here's what you need to do in place you can find things yeah and there's some hidden stuff within the S23 Ultra that iPhone users especially you know someone like like me who use Apple all the time or users who are getting into an Android device for the first time yeah there's there's quite a lot in there that you don't realize that you've got because you think oh it's just mm. a phone but there's a lot in there and we've been in my opinion anyway. Uh, being blinded by Apple um, and maybe not seeing what's out there in terms of innovation and multitasking, for example. I'll have to borrow an Android from you. I'll have to bring one back and run it for a month and see how I get on with it. I, I think it's yes. I think it's good to keep your keep an open mind, if nothing else, to when you're reviewing your Apple products to at least know what's out there in terms of competition. I think mm -hmm. it makes you a more um, rounded uh, creator. Well, one of your Samsungs does make its way into my thumbnail. I spent time this morning creating a thumbnail and you, you sent me some B-roll and some um, images yesterday to use. There you go. And uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've managed to butcher out one of your Samsung, so it's sitting proudly in my thumbnail at the moment. So, so there you go. Uh, right. Well, I guess- What's, you your, what's your video then? My video is why I'm sticking with it. And I do actually tell a story. I do get to the end and say, I haven't forgotten. This is why, why I'm not. I've, why I, exactly that? Yes, yeah, so I think my title is going to be. I, I think mate, I'm trying I'll, to think, I'll click on that very quickly. That's, I think that's a great. Title, I can't remember yeah. what the thumbnail is. It says something. I think the thumbnail is why change, and I've got yeah. um, as you wearing, wearing like a sheep costume or something. <laughs> just, just you've got a dark and dirty side to you, fella. I'm, I don't like the sound of that at all. <laughs> if you're thinking of me in a sheep's costume, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, no, so a I've got two sheep. phones stacked up there. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, that's what I'm doing this week about why I won't change. And future videos are now, I think I'm going to do not a studio tour as such, but because newer sending me some more stuff, I'm going to be doing a little bit of, I, 
I'm worried that I know it won't do well, but equally I need to show what I'm using of theirs. And I do use, I mean, I've got stuff around me now, tripods, lights. So, and they're sending me a lovely big uh, 150 light and a softbox. That's what they're sending me this week. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's all good. So stuff, I've got a yeah. much better okay. light coming because obviously it's going to diffuse the light better and everything will just look mm. a bit smooth and sharper. So, yeah, so that's the video. I'm um, sort of, I don't know how you go about it. My, I sort of have this workflow that I, I shoot one day, B roll the next day. Then I basically do the very coarse edit of getting all, all the crap cut out and clipped together. And today I've been adding in the B roll. And then mm. it'd be sort of Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll begin to do all the nice bits, you know, cut it up, put the transitions in, all the nice. Fancy yeah, that? that, that's that's how I normally plan. I say, uh, kind of script at the beginning of the week. Yep. Try to record it by Wednesday if yep. I can. Today that you know that was like today. Yeah, and then it's a mad rush to is a mad rush. Yeah, to to kind of yeah yeah to kind of get the video out by by Saturday. And it usually ends up me on a Friday night, three a.m. Yeah, you know, kind of. Oh shit, I forgot the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, well, again, I, the podcast yeah. always throw because obviously tomorrow it'll be uh, writing first, then it'll take me two to three hours just to get this tidied up for the audio and the video. Yeah, once and I try try and do those two things first, and then after that I can get back into editing. But I I want to get this out for the weekend for Saturday at some point. What time should we put it up? What time should we put the podcast up? Go and tell me. What, what do you reckon? You tell me. Um, I think morning. Morning. I okay. mean, it, it really depends. Actually, I don't know because I haven't looked at the data of where people are coming from. But I'd say mm. if, if it's um, it's more it's UK, kind of, it's more UK. Then I'd say yeah, morning. Because you know, people mid morning. It's, it's when I eleven-ish. Like, yeah, yeah. I okay. think that's a good time. And if you're going out for a run, you might be just watching around the house. It's it's probably a good time. If you're watching it shortly after eleven o'clock on Saturday morning, do let us know in the comments. <laughs> Yeah, what time do you like it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, possibly with Pete then. I'll give you a nudge yeah, to mind. Yeah, just, yeah, I'll reach out to him, yeah. Perfect. And have a. I hope your wife is all sorted out with her business as well, because I know you're running around trying to sort out things for her. Yeah. And I hope you have a brilliant yeah. weekend with your son and his 11th birthday. Thank you. Thank you. You Alex. too. Have a good one. Fantastic, mate. See you soon. Cheers. See you. Yes, bye.